0: Good morning. This is Johan. It's your boy O. And this is Stay Uncomfortable, where we ask the tough questions that you need answers to. How are you doing this morning, man? I'm doing great. You doing? About you you're doing great. Yeah. I'm doing all right.
1: Why are you doing all right,
0: bro? Because it was uh, so heavenly these past couple of days, and then the snow came. You feel me? And
1: I'm not mad at it. It is what it is. Did you work when it snowed?
0: Nah. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't do that. See, see, we take care of ourselves in this side. That's what. That's what I like being about a trucker, bro.
1: What?
0: I'm the captain of my own ship. Okay. If, if it's dangerous outside, I get to say, nah, it is unsafe for me to proceed with these
1: conditions. I'm not a truck driver, and I didn't go to work either. Well, so, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. You see that? That's because the, they wanted to, probably.
0: Those are all people who. Already have too many points for the year. That's what's going exactly. on. They can't afford to take another point. Exactly. Man, if you live in Northeastern Pennsylvania, save your points, man. What are you doing? Like, if you don't use your points in the winter, that's it. You get all your points in in, in the summer. Think about that. Is that easy? Did you get a point?
1: No. I didn't get a point because I have, you know, days, accumulated days and hours.
0: Okay. Okay. So. but All right. That makes sense. So, bro, you wanna rate your days in your week or not? Nah?
1: Yeah, sure. You're not feeling it, bro. I don't that's not convincing. I am no, I'm feeling I'm feeling it. It's right. like if
0: your girl, like, hey baby, how are you you know, like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's it's like she's gonna be like, What was that? I don't want that. And <laughs> nah, it's, nah, it's, nah, nah, now nah. that I say that out loud, it's kinda weird that I'm comparing that to you know yeah. go, go ahead, go ahead.
1: You already started with the segues. Just go Crazy. ahead. <laughs> nah, my my week. Um, physically, I feel, I feel fat this week.
0: Yo, me too. I mean, I, I am fat, but I feel you.
1: Because I didn't, I didn't go to the gym Monday or Tuesday. I went yesterday, but I still feel fat because I had like McDonald's afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I'm like a, I'm like an eight. And then spiritually, I'm like, I'm like a six. Okay. Um, not the worst scoring you've given me,
0: so. No? No. Uh, so for me, physically, I'm going to give myself a seven because I did actually lose three pounds. Okay. I'm, I'm advancing towards a goal, you know? Spiritually, I'm going to give myself a four. Mm. I have not prayed all week. That's right. I haven't prayed all week. I'll say that. I'll admit that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm ashamed to admit it, but why would I lie? You feel me? I I feel you. Uh, Haven't read the Bible either. So we got to get back on that. And physically, mentally,
1: spiritually, spiritually, mentally. Momentally slash emotionally, sure.
0: Emotionally, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give myself a three, bro. It's not even because of me, it's because Carmen is sick and I don't. It's like, it really, it really does hurt me, bro. See, seeing her like struggle, that.
1: Ugh. It's like you're sick, huh? No,
0: it's not even that because honestly, I'm fine. I am, I'm good. It's just seeing her suffer, bro. Like not being able to sleep or anything. Y'all pray for my wife, please. Should be I. I need a healthy wife. She's tough. No, she is tough as nails. That one, that's for damn sure. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes she could be kind of soft. <laughs> kinda. Little softy. <laughs> He's one of those people. Oh, I'm talking. Oh my God! Don't hear me like that. I mean, <laughs> I don't do that. That's a joke.
1: Yo, what is wrong with <laughs> you today?
0: I don't know, man. This coffee got me <laughs> crazy, man. Um, What's wrong with this guy? Uh, with that being said, there's a few, there's a few questions we gotta address today, right? I got a question. You got a question for me? Yeah. Finally, okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's actually it's a it's a it's a scenario, right? Oh, so it's a hypo. Okay. Yeah, it's a hypothetical. Because I saw it on Instagram, and I'm like, hmm, I'm going to ask that. And okay. it was like a few days ago. I'm surprised I, I I remembered. Yeah. So, if your wife, if Carmen comes home, mm-hmm. beat up. Bro. Like. Where is this going, bro? If, if your wife comes home, beat up. Right. Like, you know, black eye, whatever. And she goes, and you go, what happened? Mm-hmm. And she thinks about it. And then you're like, what happened? And then she goes. My side piece hit me.
0: Oh my God.
1: What is your next move?
0: My next move?
1: Yeah. Damn, bro. I'm about to go dap that nigga up.
0: Now I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. Now I don't know, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy because it's like, it's the feeling of like, your heart, my my heart drops because I'm seeing her, but then the one who did it was the person that she was betraying me with.
1: Yeah, that's what makes it, you know,
0: bro. Why? Why do you think about these things?
1: <laughs> it was just an Instagram post, and I'm like, that's a good question. <laughs> that's
0: a terrible question. But yo,
1: yo, um, I asked, <laughs> I asked my family members, and they were like, like the men in my family, and they were like, How she, much is, I'm, I'm she,
0: like, she deserved it, right? yeah. Like, oh what my you, God. like, why,
1: why are you doing? What are you doing here? Why are you bringing this mess to my house? Okay,
0: okay, okay. So let me, let me just retroactively speaking, right? It's really hard for me to answer this question because. I cannot see my wife through those lens, right? But if I had to put myself in that in those shoes, first and foremost, I never believe that violence against women is acceptable, right? Right. Am I saying that they didn't do something to deserve it? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it shouldn't have happened, regardless of what happened. Okay. So let let, let that be clear.
1: You better get the hands from me now. No, bro. Well,
0: all I'm saying is, I got to see the size of this of this person first. Got to assess the situation. And then if I see that they're, like, something, like, exaggeratedly big, I'm like, you knew exactly what you was doing, you know? I, I, I can't do it. I'm like, it's all cool, you know? It's all right. Just, you know, get out of my house. To your wife. Yeah. Because what are we doing?
1: Well, I don't know. She came to you for a reason, maybe.
0: hmm <laughs> So she came to me for a reason. Okay, What if? what if she would have been just fine? Nothing would have happened to her. Do you think she still would have come to me?
1: No, obviously not.
0: Exactly. So why am I the the recourse for, oh, my God, I'm a, you know, this nigga crazy. Why am I the one that she goes to with that? And, like, no. <laughs> Manny says, all I know is I'm not going to get a, a matching black eye. <laughs> That's valid.
1: That is valid. That's valid. What would you do? Me, I, I, I would, I, you know, I'm petty. Yeah, you're. Petty. So I definitely would be like, "Well, that sucks for you. You should have went to the ER instead of here." I would have said something like that, but I wouldn't like, like I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really forgive. I'd be like, I mean, I'm, I forgive easily, but I, I would really just be like, okay, well, I'm sorry that you got beat up, but you know, mm, I'm not sure
0: if because here's the thing, as intensely as I love my wife, right? I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to just, like, overlook who did this to her. It's like, oh, my side piece. Oh, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Your you're what? <laughs> we'll address the injuries in a minute. But the, the, the who did that to you? Oh, my side piece. Oh, you got. So something else you got on the side, right? Okay. Um, Get out of my house. What? You know where the emergency room is. You can call the police if you want to. Matter of fact, I'll call the police. What's his name?
1: Yeah, I just I just don't Leave. think at this point in my life, I just... I wouldn't ever physically fight for a female unless it's like you're... No, like, th- there's
0: context, right? There's context. Yeah, like yeah. If we're like out on the street, I'm, I'm with my wife and yeah. she's... Everything is straight, right? Yeah. If somebody comes up and disrespects my wife, yeah, like... the smart thing to do is to walk away and avoid the situation. If that's inevitable, everybody throwing hands, including her. I don't care. We, yeah. We scrapping. Everybody's scrapping. However... If it's like you got yourself into the situation because you were being unfaithful to me and now you expect me to go ahead and basically possibly get myself injured to defend you for what you were doing to me, bro, I've a lot it. of prayer
1: is necessary, man. I've heard of fight for your honor, but never fight for your dishonor. Oh, okay. I never heard about that.
0: There's that. But. Let's just say, let's just say, I see African Hippie joined the live, so it's gonna be a good chat. That's all I know. All I'm gonna say is, uh,
1: man, that's a, see, I, I uh, mean, we we got the answer, but it, it like if it was really to happen, it'd be a tough like thing to to maneuver.
0: I mean, here's the thing. Let's say that I do forgive her, right? Okay. God didn't tell me to go fight nobody. No. You know, no. I guess you get to live with the consequences of your sin for a little bit. Put some foundation and makeup on that. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm. What I really do know is that if you get injured or somebody injures you because you were out here doing something stupid, especially against me, I am not going out nowhere. I'm staying in my home. That's that. Okay. And I'm sorry about that, but not really.
1: No, I mean it's.
0: But man, I'm I'm glad that that's a scenario that I will never ever go through. God willing.
1: I'm happy for you.
0: God willing, you too. What would do
1: you mean happy for you? I'm just I'm happy for you. Okay, all right.
0: Uh, man, that was a wild question, bro. I don't.
1: That made up for like the the two weeks of non questions I had.
0: Yeah, but don't come here with that with <laughs> that
1: again, man. <laughs> Making
0: me sweat over here. Those are the
1: interesting ones.
0: It is an interesting question. All right, so for those of you joining the live right now, we are, Hannah said that's a good one, and Oscar said, Oscar, uh, Manny said Oscar's ready for the smoke. Uh, again, for those of you joining the live, today we're asking five questions women should ask men prior to marriage, okay? Five questions women should ask men prior to marriage. The first one, let's get right into it. And. Before we get into it, I'm going to make the disclaimer, or not the disclaimer, the note that these are not just questions that you should be asking, these are conversations that should take place prior to marriage, okay? Questions that, conversations that should be taking place prior to marriage, you don't just rapid fire interview style, oh, so how many women have you had in your life? What's your body count? No, 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 we're not doing that. These are things that, if you are interested in the person enough, it should come up organically, and then when that happens, you should be able to make the decision—the conscious decision of whether or not you're willing to keep going with this person. Makes yeah. sense.
1: And just like and just like with the men from last week, um, not everybody can ask these questions.
0: This exactly. Is, this is
1: not just questions for people who who are not in a certain place in their life where they even should even consider marriage. This exactly. is questions for people who you know, are stable in emotionally, financially, or whatever, and are ready to take that step.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm just going to put it very bluntly. Not every woman should be asking these questions here. Because, yeah. again, these are questions that women should be asking men. Not every woman is qualified to be asking these questions of a man. First, I always advise that you look inwardly. Introspection is the best inspection. Look inside. Am I qualified to be asking this man this, these questions? Right? Exactly. We're not we're not telling you to think yourself as less than. Yeah. However, if you know that you got some quirks to deal with, you know you got some some skeletons in that closet, that the moment that you start to ask these questions, you are automatically giving them the right to ask you some questions. Yeah. And if you are not willing to answer those questions faithfully, honestly, and even willing to turn away from some of those actions, exactly. Stay stay in your lane, mama. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. So, the first question is, and again, I ask these questions in the video. We want to go check it out. There's five more, but whatever. Question number one: How well do you get along with your parents, especially your mother? So, Oscar, again, so well,
1: again, this is no what are you saying?
0: I was going to ask you why you think that's an important question.
1: I think that's an important. I picked that question because, of, um, myself, like it resonates with me.
0: Yeah. By the way, by the way, just for context, Oscar saw the video. Obviously, I think that all these questions are important because I was the one who prompted them. But Oscar saw the ones that he thought that we should talk about the most. So, why do you think that this is an important one?
1: Um, in our culture, we usually, well, in the minority culture, you know, uh, black, Hispanic, and all that, we right. usually grew up with just one parent, usually the mom. Yeah. So, as boys, because again, these questions are from a woman being asked to a man. As men, boys, we grew up. We grew up with that. With that love for our mothers right. that can sometimes in a relationship turn into a bit of a, of a issue mm-hmm. because then you, we, we have certain scenarios where the woman feels like she has to compete for your affection and your love and the place in your life. Yeah. So that's why I chose that question. Cause I feel like I could really resonate with that.
0: Yeah. And also if we analyze like mother, uh, son mother-son relationships we can tell what habits that man is going to have depending on the relationship he has with his mom like if his mom is somebody who is over nurturing Mm -hmm. over protective uh he can't do nothing without her knowing about it
1: which boy moms tend to be like that yeah
0: typically you're gonna end up having to deal with a mama's boy you know Everything has to pass by mama's filter. Everything has to go through her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, my mama cooks like this. Oh, my mom doesn't do that. Yeah. And then you're almost gonna have to. I'm not saying this is always gonna be the case. Please, let's be very okay. You're almost, in a, in a, you know, most of the time, you're gonna have to secondhand raise this man. Yeah you're going to have to deal with a lot of immaturity that comes along with it. Because that's why I feel like the father-mother dynamic is so important in a, in a boy's life and a woman's life. But let's talk about the boys. The boys have to see a role of masculinity in their lives where they can say, okay, I am independent.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: can do what I have to do. I can go out there and make it happen. And I can still be home and be there for the ones that need me. Right. And then on the mother side, they can be, Uh, accountable, they can be emotionally intelligent, they can have conversations that maybe men don't want to have and it's a back and forth where, where basically the mother's side is overdoing it when the man is absent Yeah, and many times women do this unwillingly and unknowingly, especially single moms like Canada just said, they do it unknowingly because they are subconsciously trying to avoid raising the same man that betrayed her and left her single
1: yeah so I see this all like I we see we seen we seen this a lot. Yeah. And low key, this kind of builds um narcissistic behavior. It does. And um I just really lost my train of thought.
0: It's okay, man. So low key really
1: It really, it really it creates a narcissistic behavior. Yeah. And it's so like as a woman when you ask this question, what a red flag that you should really pay attention to is the state is pay attention to is my mom is everything to me. Mm-hmm. That statement alone right there can raise up so many red flags and so many alarms that you should pay attention to. Because even though many women might see it as like, oh, that's so nice that he loves his mom, yeah. it can also be a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Because my mom means everything to me, just means that you m- might mean something to me, but not everything to the level of, you know, and for me, it was, it was such an issue, because I want to talk about my own, my own experience, it was such an issue to not compare, Yeah, you know, Not compare because the love that I got from my mom, we get that unconditional love where you can do no wrong. Yeah. The love of a spouse or of a wife can sometimes be conditional in every right. Okay. In certain cases, because obviously you can't expect a woman to love you if you are lacking certain things or just she has so much, she has such a long period of time telling you the same things to eventually it'll get cold to that. Your mom, no matter what you do, like I've seen moms visit their sons in jail and be like, oh, that's still my baby. Mm -hmm. But you can't expect to cheat on your wife five, six times and be like, oh, that's still my baby. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And I feel like that, because honestly, nine times out of 10, that is going to be the case when it is a single mom. Yeah. Or even any mom, they're going to love their child no matter what. But I feel like sometimes the lack of tough love kind of sets men up for, okay, but I can always go back to her. I can get away with this behavior, and if you don't put up with it, I can always go back to my mom. Yeah. You know? And we almost never, ever grow up out of that. Thankfully, thankfully, my mom was very um, willing for me and my brother to be independent. Very willing, you know? Uh, As we grew up, the older we got, the less she would ask where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? You know? She trusted what she was what she had raised. Yeah. She trusted the fact that we were not idiots, uh, dealing with the wrong people. We were not uh two airheads out here trying to do whatever, you know, what everyone else was doing. And we was born and raised in New York, like uptown mm-hmm. Manhattan. Like where we were there was drug dealers, two apartments, like the two apartments that were next to me were drug
1: dealers. You know, I can almost say Not all the way, but I can almost say us being from a city like New York, Mm -hmm. terrible environment, yes. Absolutely. But it just does something being born and raised in certain places like that. That's just other places might not get you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you saw drug dealers, you saw crime, you saw crackhead, you saw this, but it also just created a narrative and made a perspective for you that life ain't flowers and, and and rainbows. Exactly.
0: It toughened us up a little bit. And to finish my point with that, like, she knew what was going around us. She just said, listen, at first, I'm going to protect them from this, right? And now, all those drug dealers, they, they call my mom mommy. Yeah. All of them. My mom was cool, all of them. Yeah. Because she was smart. <laughs> and, and everybody was, oh, mommy, whatever. And then... After a few years went by, she said, "Okay, I protected them. I protected them as much as I can at this age. In their early teenage years is when they're gonna start doing whatever they want to do, regardless. So what does she do? She deported us to DR. Straight she up, deported you. That's straight up what she did. She <laughs> sent my brother and I to live from the ages of ten to fifteen to the Dominican Republic. That is when I became a man. In those f- five years, f- four and a half years, because I had to do everything." I did not have internet in my house for five years. And a lot of y'all grew up with with internet flash and, and whatever and dial up in your home. I didn't have none of that. I didn't have a cell phone. I had my bike and my thoughts. And I had God. And a brother. And my brother. That's all I had. And then they would make us work. Like, not make us work, but we would want to do it. Like, every other man that was working out there, we would have to do the same thing, bro. I was 14 years old in... Like collecting eggs in the chicken coop,
1: yeah, it's crazy. And the problem, and just I don't want to deviate from the topic. Not many, not many mothers are willing to do that out no. of fear.
0: No, but that's what I'm saying. Like my mom, she was like slowly but surely, and my father, they were, you know, still so together. Um, they made a plan to make sure that we were as little as the least dependent of them as possible. Yeah, we can still count on them. Yeah, of course, for, for everything. Yeah, we're minors; they are making decisions for us. But as soon as we grew up. And, for example, the day that I hit 18, I remember this. I was living here by that time. I turned 18. The questions just stopped. The, where where are you going? What are you doing? Got to ask for permission. That just stopped. And they didn't kick me out the house. You know, whatever. All they did, okay, you're 18? Are you going to go to school or get a job? I'll do both. Perfect. Got to pay rent. Yeah. Oh, but you got to pay rent. Yeah. Not because we need it. Responsibilities.
1: So as a as a woman looking for 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 a husband, this some of y'all might think, "Oh, why is that even important?" Because I have seen someone in your conversation was like, "Oh, why does that even matter?" Yeah, but it does matter because it's when you're dating someone, where they come from and the roots of of their their of their tree is just as important as, as the as the fruit that eventually in the future are gonna grow. Yes, so that it's important because you don't want you do as a, you don't you don't want to baby a man. You don't. That's that's simply just it. You don't want to baby a man. And I've seen way too many in your comment section, way too many in your life of women that just put up with man-childs. They do. And it's a direct result, I think, of, as we always say, father's activity. Mm -hmm. Or it can be an over-enabling mother.
0: So, let me me put it this way. If your man, the one that you're trying to, you know, investigate whether or not you want to marry this man, and we're not going to you know, move on to the next question. Soon. Yeah. If this man is, like, constantly insisting on playing video games for more than he probably should or isn't even willing to have a conversation about it, chances are that this kid was raised by a single working mom and his PlayStation. Yeah. Like, these are the two most important relationships he has in his whole life.
1: And what that looks like, just because I, I like I like showing pictures, what that looks like is basically a child... play. Because, for example... Yeah, I played video games. Right, but I also had dishes to do. Mm-hmm. I also had trash to take out. Yeah, I also had to clean my room. Yes, and for a for that for that to develop at, at, as an older as a man. It's just your mom sees you playing video games, and it's like, well, he's a child. I'll just let him be. And then five, ten hours pass, you see your mom, again, single mom, mm-hmm. doing everything around you. She has to clean up after yourself. She has to go in, into your room, clean up your messes. Yeah. Which, yeah, you're a child, and that's your mom. But at the end of the day, it creates a certain level of responsibility when you have those little chores that you have to do.
0: Exactly. So these are all things that you want to consider, right? Like, you ask the single, hey, hey listen, uh, you're single? Were you raised by a single mom? Yes, not a deal breaker, as we always say. No, this is just a conversation that you need to have to look into the dynamic of this guy's mind.
1: Because you want to see where the person is coming from. Oh, exactly. You don't want to. You don't want to later on get into a discussion or an argument and ask yourself, "Hmm, why is this guy acting this way?" Yep,
0: and and very importantly, you have to consider the fact that if this guy is not uh, if he was raised by a single mother, there's a possibility that you will never be a priority for him. That's a daunting thing to think about. But mm-hmm. I would rather you make the decision to end the relationship there instead of finding out years into marriage that you're never going to be over this guy's mother. Never. And we don't teach, oh, you're more important than his mom. No. We teach you love each other Differently. differently. But when it comes to priorities and whose needs have to be filled first, the wife's needs come first. This is such a foreign concept to so many men, and it's why marriages are ending left and right. Mm-hmm. Because we're choos- we're choosing to treat everybody, everybody around us with priority, and then when it comes to our wives, they get the the, the scraps. Yeah, the the emotional energy that we waste at work, they get the scraps. The, the playing uh, basketball with the guys, they get the scraps when we come home. I saw a funny video. Can, why can't you go two rounds in the court and seven rounds at court, but you can only go one round at home? That's a real question. That's a, Yo, come on now. Back to back. Back to back. You can go back to back. You could get picked three times, and you'll play the three games. But you won't. You know what? I'm getting off topic here. Somebody feels identified in the chat. Say amen. Anyway.
1: But it was uh, good. I like that you ended it like that. Hmm? It, I like that you ended it like that, not with the joking, but like yeah. with the with the statement that you referred to before.
0: Yeah, it's honestly you have to consider that you might never be a priority for this man. That's straight up. It's a difficult thing to think about, but again, telling you. Anyway, let's 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 go to the second question. Are you willing to take care of me as much as you? Wait, did you write this wrong? Me? Nah, I'm just reading it wrong. I'm sorry. Just coffee, man. All right. I'm just going to read it off the dome because I know what it says. Yeah. The second question that a woman should be asking a man, are you willing to take care of me as much as you expect me to take care of you?
1: All right. What was that thing that I everyone do that too? All right. So. Unless you want to get to
0: no, it. No, no, no. Um, you elaborate a little bit. You ask 50-50, 100-100. Yeah. Is it just physical? Like, what parameters are you willing to take care of me within? You know? Yeah. This can sound like a selfish question.
1: Yeah, The reason I wrote 50-50 question mark and 100-100 question mark is just because the first thing that came to my mind was, are you willing to take care of me even on the days that I don't want to know anything about you? Yeah. Even on the days that that love is kind of fleeting, just because it happens up and down. Yeah. Are you willing to still take care of me on the days like that?
0: I was actually on a live yesterday with uh, the public offender. He's a guy that... he's. He invited me and in. we don't agree on a lot of things. But one thing that I was talking about was how love, we confuse it with an emotion, with a feeling. Yeah. You know? And the thing about emotions is that they're fluctuating. You're not going to feel the same night right now as you're going to feel 15 minutes from now. Mm-hmm. So if that's what your marriage is based on, if that's the foundation of your marriage, you're going to have a lot of issues. Okay? But the, the core of this question is, are you willing... I asked it differently for the women but it's the same thing for the men. Are you willing to serve me as much as you want me to serve you? It's not excusing me out of the servant to part, right? Cuz I'm already assuming that I'm going to serve you. The question is, are you willing to give me the same energy back? Do you want a servant in the house? Is basically what this question is. Are you expecting me to take care of absolutely everything and just because you work Just because you do this, just because you're the man, you want me to do everything in the home. You want me to take care of you? Are you going to take care of me? And I it's unfortunate that I don't see this uh this dynamic as much as I would like to. I talk like I I got like a therapy office or something like that. (laughs) People be seeing me for but I see a lot of things, bro. I see a lot of marriages who men who promise to take care of their wives don't do it. Or they say, just because you're the woman, you got to take care of the kids,
1: got to take care of the of
0: the food, got to clean the house, and you got to take
1: care of me. Yeah. And that take care of me part is the is the part that I kind of wanted to dive in more because we do talk a lot about serving each other Yeah, in other aspects. But for example, right now, your wife is sick. Yeah. There's many men who, oh, she's sick. They'll just assume and create their own narrative and be like, well, she probably wants uh to be alone.
0: Yeah. Which, by the way, Carmen's on the live right now. Love you, baby.
1: And they might just leave the house and they'd be like, "Oh, my wife is sick." And yes, it's important to serve, but it's also how are you? How do you plan on taking care of a woman emotionally? You know, it's like I said one time, you can't yeah. let your spouse go out hungry because if she go out hungry, she's gonna eat somewhere else. Oh, so if you're not here taking care of your of your wife, not just physically, you know, that's that's also important. Exactly, but also emotionally, reassurance, love languages, stability. Um. Compliments, Yeah. Things of that nature. If she's lacking here, she'll get it somewhere else.
0: Yeah. You know, I feel like this all goes into, honestly, it goes right into the love languages. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm going to say something about the love languages, right? I do believe in them. I do believe that they are uh, necessary, but I feel like those are just rudimentary ways, like very basic ways for you to get to know your partner, right? Mm. Because if you really, really boil it down there are hundreds of love languages mm-hmm. that you can just categorize in one of these main five ones, but there's hundreds of ways of taking care of people of, of attending to your spouse's needs. Yeah. So
1: like, can I trust you? Things exactly.
0: Like that. Trust is not one of those love languages. I feel like trust should be one of those love languages, but your security. Exactly. Every marriage should have a healthy balance of everything, of, of everything. Right. Yeah. So if you are lacking, if you know what your spouse, how your spouse reciprocates love the most, and that's the main thing that you're lacking in. Then you know that this is no longer a feeling that you have to tend to, but you have to create a discipline. Okay, for example, my wife lost quality time and I just, I couldn't, I don't care for it. it. It doesn't mean that you don't love your wife. It's just not something that you're, is innate to you. Right. Like you can go hours, maybe days without saying a word. But if you're next to each other, that's fine. For you, that might be quality time. For your spouse, it's not. So, what do you have to do at this point? You have to set your own selfish perspective of your own love language. Because while you're over here just wanting to be touched and told that you love that you're loved, mm-hmm. your wife just wants to sit down and talk with you. So you need to put aside your selfish needs yeah. and tend to hers. Because if you do that, in return, she's most likely going to learn how to tend to you. Yeah. Most dysfunctional marriages are just two people unwilling to to tend to each other's needs.
1: That's pretty much what doing. And this conversation can also be looked at from both perspectives. Like, I know today we're talking about the man, but it's also important about the type of, like, how specific is this person being? Because as a man who is emotionally intelligent, if a woman asked me this this question, and her herself is referring to just the physicalness Mm -hmm. and how I can take care of her monetarily, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, okay, she just named two things. There's one that she's missing that she just seems not to be in sync with. Yeah. And it's also vice versa because if a woman asks this question to a man and he immediately goes to anything physical or monetarily, you can also look at it as like, okay, he's missing that third. He's missing, yeah. Yeah. He's missing that third one, which just shows that it might not be a priority, but it also might be the most important one out of all of them.
0: Yeah, which the next question kind of goes a little bit more in depth to that part. But I feel like if a man understands the role of priest, provider, protector, this question is going to be a okay. Because if you're a priest, which means again, you're not saying that you're going to be having a little uh which the reverence role with the little white the collar. Little white color. Yeah, yeah, that's not what we're talking about. The man being the priest of the home means that he is making sure that he's creating the atmospheres for God to be in the room. And that means, am I leading by example? Am I taking care of everyone's needs? Is God a conversation that we have in this home? Do we pray whatever? That's priest, making sure that everybody is in communion with God, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, provider, self-explanatory. And number three, protector. Am I protecting you? If if you ask this man this question, are you willing to take care of me as much as you want me to take care of you, then this is a role that he has to assume. Yeah. Okay?
1: And there's just one thing I don't want to fly over the radar is the fact that as men, as individuals, we should be taking uh, care of ourselves. Yeah. Just so we can also... Be in full one hundred when it's time to take care of the other person.
0: We will never be able to efficiently take care of someone else if we ourselves are not taken care of. Exactly, that's right there. Boom.
1: Exactly. So it's kind of it's kind of selfish, you know. Just in certain situations, like health wise, men or, or or women that just, for example, let themselves go. Let's go into the you know weight and stuff like that. It's almost selfish because it's like you're not really giving your partner all of you.
0: Yeah. And then, uh. Oh, Samuel just said, my husband checks all these boxes. He has made the effort to do all these things for us. See, there are some men who get it. There are some men who get it. Some men actually understand that it's important to set yourself aside, mm-hmm. take care of the family, which is our role. Again, gender roles are not a bad thing. We take care of our family. And in return, we will be taken care of. Yep, That's it. It's it's I I can't get over it. It's a law that God has established. It's an unwritten rule. Do what you got to do, and I got you. Make sure you don't get married to just any old person. Because there are some women out there that you can do all of this for and more, Mm -hmm. and they will just see you as a big dollar sign that's walking around. Oh, I don't got to work. I don't got to do this. I don't got to do that. He takes care of me, and I get to put my feet up. No, 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 mama. You got a responsibility too. This man needs your energy. This man needs your efforts. This man needs you to take care of him. Otherwise, yeah. what what did you say? If you go to those streets hungry, you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna find word. And that's not just physical cheating, by the way. No. If you if your husband finds a woman at work whose who who whose ear he can speak to and she listens to him, it's over. That's how it starts. It's over for you. If you can't, if your husband can't talk to you. And then a a girl at work be like, ooh, so tell me what's going on. Man, it's just, I don't know, man. Carmen, as soon as you say the name, as soon as you start talking about what it is, Mm -hmm. you already gave a little bit too much. It's it's downhill from there.
1: Yes, sir. Now,
0: speaking about taking care of. Okay. Right? Third question that a woman should ask a man. Is my spiritual health a priority for you. This might be the toughest question a man might have to face, not while it's being asked, but while they're in the thick of it.
1: And in between this, I want to make—I do want to make a a side note. Not a side note. I also want to touch on another topic, just because um, I recognize that I not, uh, not every one of our listeners is a believer. Yeah. So if we can dive into that, and then also dive into just. Let's say for the people that are not believers and they're really that they are not believers and they're like, Oh, what does he really mean by like that? Yeah. I think it's also important to if you're a believer, feed your wife and lead her to the cross. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a believer, lead your wife to the positive things. Yeah. In life.
0: So let's start with the the non believer side of things, okay? Yeah. Uh it's gonna be a very a basic answer here. We can substitute spiritual for mental health.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: Is my mental health a priority for you? Yes. You know?
1: I love that, actually.
0: In, in that case, we need to understand, spiritually or mentally, we as men have a very direct influence on how this works. If if we are not doing our roles as men in the home, it's very possible that her mental health is going to plummet. Because what's going to happen? Let's, let's break this down, right? You abandon your post as a man. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're leaving everything up to her, which means that she has to take up your role, mm-hmm. a role that she was not designed for. Yeah. Okay? She starts doing her job and your job. What does this cause? A sense of un- of being, uh, what's the word? Ungratitude. St- stress. Stress, not being looked, you know,
1: overwhelmed. Exactly.
0: Being looked over, being Mm -hmm. taken for granted, Mm -hmm. resentment is going to start, all these things are going to start to fester in her. Right. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really to the, not yet. She will catch on to it later. She doesn't really get that you're the cause of these things. Mm -hmm. All she knows is that things got to get done and she feels alone. As soon as she says, I feel alone, she's going to realize, but wait a minute. I'm not alone. I got a whole, I got a whole ass husband. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing these things alone? And then it's gonna come back to you, and you're gonna have to respond to the question: Why are you letting me take care of all these things by myself?
1: Yeah, and the problem is that is that both, like men and women, many times women sometimes don't know how to communicate either. Exactly. So then what happens is that these thoughts and these insecurities and all these mental health um, issues get uh get shown in ways of actions. Yeah. So then what happens is that you, the man starts receiving certain actions and it's like, why are you acting this way? Also being oblivious to it's really your fault.
0: Exactly. And you know what? Let's take it a little step further. Let's say that you are, as a man, taking care of everything on the ground level. You are going to work. You're bringing home the money. Your wife doesn't have to do your your duties. She doesn't have to mow the lawn. She doesn't have to take out the trash. Uh, where the kids are running around, you actually do grab... But... That's where it stays. You don't ask your wife, how are you? Because we we tend to assume that just because our wives don't have to do a lot of things. That they're good. That they're fine. And that's just not true. Mental health is a thing that Mm -hmm. that we have to acknowledge. Sometimes they're not okay. Maybe Mm -hmm. they have trauma that they haven't healed from. And she tries to talk to you about it, but you're, "Mm, that's a sticky subject. Mm, I don't want to talk about that. Mm," And then you just play it off.
1: Yeah, so there's there's three layers that that of this onion that we gotta unravel. which Go is ahead. Let's make the, some onion rings. Which is the physical, right? Body, mind, soul, or body, mind, spirit.
0: Physical. Let's let's not even get to the sexual part yet, right? Are you healthy? Are you comfortable with your body? When you look in the mirror, do you like what you see? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you don't, that takes a toll on your mind. Very heavy.
1: Yeah, but in the sense of as a man, these are the needs that we talking about. Yeah. Do, like, do you compliment your wife enough? Do you tell her she's beautiful? Mm-hmm. Do you bring her roses? Do you just, you know, do you show her off? Exactly. That's something that can either make or break the physical.
0: And if you don't, and if you don't, is there a valid reason behind that? Exactly. Because we have to acknowledge men's mental health, mental health too, right? As well. Because maybe if, if your man is working 70 hours a week to make it happen for you guys, to give you guys a good future... Maybe cut him some slack. I'm not telling you, yeah, he's never going to be a romantic. No, talk about it. You have yeah. to. Maybe devise a plan or some, schedule some time so you because sometimes you got to schedule things. But you have to be wise as a woman, right? Or we'll proceed. That's the, f- you know, are, are you complimenting wife enough? The real, the physical yeah. part.
1: Which can also transfer to just, again, the insecurities and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she's going to start comparing. One thing that, as men, we do all the time is the whole that double tapping on Instagram. Mhm.
0: It's almost unconscious sometimes. It
1: almost is unconscious, but what's unconscious to us might be conscious to somebody else.
0: Not might, bro. It is because
1: I always say this. Well, there's women who are different that they some women are. Okay, like. okay.
0: I agree. Women are different, but I feel like something that's across the board when your your woman sees your, your man, your man like this picture like your man like this picture. It doesn't she just sees yeah. your man? And, and here, and public... it's a half-naked picture yeah. that looks nothing like her. Yeah, probably never will look like her because this woman has all these alterations onto her body, into her face,
1: and, and and genetics
0: exactly. But but most of the things that we see online are not real; either they're um, medical procedures or filters, yeah, or a mixture of both. And then she sees this. She's not con- she's not uh, contemplating the fact that this isn't real. She's like, "This is what my man likes. This is what he's liking." Mm-hmm. And then she goes, she scrolls because her algorithm is now feeding her all the things that she is feeding you. And then she's seeing all, your name, your name, your man like this, your man like this. I feel like that's ground for, for a conversation.
1: Yeah. So it's a, it's important as a man to, yes, take care of your wife in the physical aspect, emotional, mm-hmm. but it's also mental health. Now, turning over to the spiritual I always say the statement from the song Lead Me to the Cross. Mm-hmm. As the husband, you're a believer, you're a Christian. That is your job to take care of your household, your family, and lead them. What what's that biblical uh, who said it? Joseph. Me and my house will That was Joshua. Joshua. I got confused. I knew it was a J.
0: Yeah, I think it's Joshua 24, 15. It says, uh basically, y'all do what y'all gonna do. Yeah. As for me and my house, yep. we're gonna serve the Lord.
1: Exactly. And
0: that is, I feel like that should be. A bedrock foundation for every man to have in his heart.
1: And it's so scary because one thing for me, I don't have any kids, but when I do, like I, something that I think about often is how messed up any, everything outside of the four walls of a home is. Yeah. So it's like you said, do whatever y'all want to do outside of these four walls. And I'm not talking to my family, I'm talking about to the culture. Everybody else. Do what you're
0: going to do anyway.
1: But for my house, these four walls. We're going to serve God. Exactly. I don't care about... X, Y, Z. And y'all know what XYZ i Z I'm talking about that's out there mm-hmm. changing everything. I don't care about none of that. Yeah. Y'all do what y'all want to do, but my kids will know that there's only two. Yeah. Two well, genders. Exactly.
0: No, here, here's the thing, bro.
1: Just put, put I don't want to get into that topic, but just to put it as an example, because that's like- I feel big, like
0: eventually that's is going to be inevitable, but- Yeah.
1: That's like the big thing in, in you know, in, being inclusive and all that.
0: But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing right? The Bible says, instruct the child in the ways of God, in the ways of the word. And even when they are old, they will not depart from this path, right? That's our responsibility. As fathers, it's our responsibility to instill the values that God wants us to have in our children, right? Now, with that being said, when we have uh, an entire world that that says that there are 17,000 genders, that a minor can do whatever they want to their body, mm-hmm. that uh parents have no say in what a minor does in their life, that we now have to adhere to all that that nonsense that happens outside of the home. We have to be fit enough in our minor. This is deviating from the subject because this is the wife aspect. Yeah. But when it comes to kids, we have to be competent enough as parents to instruct our child, our children, and say, Hey, listen, listen, buddy, listen the world right now is taking a vacation, a break from from science and from facts. We we can't go down that path. That is a path of destruction. That is a path that will lead you down a dark alley. And this is what we believe in. A lot of people see that as indoctrination. I see that as giving them the path to follow that God has established, which is not our path. It's a higher path. The yeah. Bible says just like the, the heavens are far from the earth, Meaning the sky, whatever, that is how higher God's ways are than ours. We are to follow that path. Yeah. So with that being said, and it says go Oscar. That's right. You that. exactly.
1: Go. I don't know. What did I say?
0: This whole thing, this conversation oh. that we're having right now, you know?
1: Yeah. And back back to back to the wife. Yeah. I think for like for me as a as a man, if there's any man listening or any woman that, it starts with baby steps. If you're not somebody, if you're if you you guys are cold, you guys just want to develop something more intimate with God outside of the four church, the four walls of your church. I think it just starts with developing a habit. Yeah. Start a start a Bible plan together. Where you guys get together at the beginning or the end of your day. Where you guys just. Put the phones away, you guys, you know, unless it's for the Bible or whatever, you guys put the phones away and you guys just develop that having habit of prayer and and uh, Bible study with each other. Yeah. But it's also important that you got to have that, again, take care of yourself.
0: So, here's how that goes.
1: Because, I mean, me personally, I I believe that, like, as the man, I have to start and then bring in.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Here's how it goes. Y'all remember in Exodus when Moses went up in Mount Sinai, Sinai and then he came down and then he gave? He had to go up first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had to meet God. He had to spend time with God. And then when he came down from the mountain, he gave to others what he had received. If you as a man are not going up that mountain, do not think for a second that you're going ha- to have anything to anything. To give to your family.
1: So so this is wild, right? Jesus, because again, Moses, great example. Right. The end of the, but Jesus is like the big picture. After Jesus got baptized, you can read it. I forgot where it is, uh, Matthew, probably somewhere Matthew, Luke, between those two books. Yeah. After he got baptized, he got filled with the Holy Spirit. And the first thing he did was run into the woods to be intimate with his father. Yeah. The first thing that he did when he got out of the woods, start his ministry.
0: Mm-hmm. You got to spend some time in the woods, bro. And I just want to do a little... This coffee was fire. Oh, my God. I need some more. Anyway, here's what we got to do. Sprinkle some crack in there. No, nah, I'm not doing that. But oh, that's crack enough for me. Anyway, here's here's what we have to understand, right? A lot of women have an issue. A lot of them have an issue with their man spending time with God by themselves. Alone. Whatever that might look like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're not telling you to do something exaggerated. Which is
1: weird, in my opinion.
0: No, no, it's it's weird that you're gonna have that jealousy. With yeah, God, that's what I mean. You know, that's what the weird thing. Because, and here's the thing: that just tells me that your spirits are not aligned. Mm-hmm. If if your man wants to spend time with God, which is honestly the best thing that anybody can ever desire, and you're saying no, that's too much. No, that's no, that's too much. What are you doing in that time? When he's spending time with God, what are you
1: doing? Complaining? Or, spend
0: time with God yourself.
1: Yeah, or or being internally bitter about the fact that
0: Exactly. Like I know that there are women who complain that their man doesn't spend time with God enough. And that's a valid complaint to have.
1: That is so destru- Can I give a testimony? Go ahead. That is so destructive because I remember and this is me. I just want you guys to know that I can like I've been I've been in the darkness. Yeah. I used to get so I think I said it here once. I used to get so jealous when my girl used to sing in church because she was so good at it and I used to see her as like this huge spiritual thing and mm-hmm. I was like, "Dang, I'm like a nobody." Yeah. And I used like I I used to bother me for real. Like I used to get mad. But it's because I myself wasn't like like as you said, I myself wasn't in that level of spirituality or even even in myself that intimacy with God to the point that I couldn't see I couldn't see the greatness that he was doing. I couldn't see that image bearer. Instead, I just saw somebody who, to me, oh, she's up there thinking that she's holier than
0: Can I tell you something? Go ahead. Holiness is a mirror. Does not matter who it's coming from. Holiness is a very HD, 8K mirror. You're going to look at somebody who's actually spending time with God or looking at God himself. And all you're going to see are your imperfections magnified. Because you're going to see where they are, and then you're going to see where you're not. Where you are.
1: Yeah, where you're not.
0: So that's... But here's a beautiful thing about that. It's supposed to be like that because as believers, we have an advantage that that non-believers don't have. We can run to the cross and not away from it. We can say, oh, here are my imperfections. Wait, God already knows about these things, and he he wants me anyway. Mm -hmm. So... This is where, as men, we have to make the decision to not wallow in our imperfections and seek godly perfection. It's not something that we'll ever achieve, but it's interesting that God still tells us to seek it. Yeah. It's a mandate. We have to seek perfection.
1: We got to come with him with the dirty rags.
0: Exactly. and We we have to acknowledge, because until we don't start doing that, we're going to still be swimming in the ocean that we keep referring to. We're gonna be swimming in that ocean, we're gonna be drowning it. We're gonna think that we're floating, but we're drowning. Yeah. And then the life raft that is God, we're going to be, oh wait, this was here this whole time.
1: Yeah. Or we 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 drown so much in our self-righteousness that we feel like we don't need the raft.
0: Exactly. But now going back to to the subject here yeah. of spiritual health. Uh I love that you, you use Jummy as an example there because I myself have felt that with my wife, you know. But the difference is that my wife, she makes it very clear. She calls him. She holds me accountable because she has a very clear understanding that if the priest of the household, which is me, is drowning in a bunch of bullcrap that I shouldn't even have entertained in the first place, yeah. she is not going to be at peace because she married into this, and no matter how well she is with God, if I'm not okay, there's going to be a rough storm in the home. Yeah, you know, and um,
1: I said it once that you can't have uh. unyoked unyoked marriage even within unequally yoked yeah you can be unequally yoked even within two believers
0: that is very true because again that's not well we'll get into that in a different time but you can be unequally yoked in a marriage that's very true but um, I like what Sammy said like I love when he goes into adoration or we go in together listen just because you can be seeking for God by yourself doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time Yeah. if you can pray with your wife do it. This is where my testimony comes in. Well, it's to my shame.
1: Okay.
0: In the earlier years of my marriage, my wife told me, "Johan, listen, I am, I'm dry spiritually speaking." Like she, she was desperate mm-hmm. for some for for like a relationship with God, and she looked to who to the priest of the home to help her out to like yo let's get. But what happened? I was also dry. And I left her out drying. And I was like, years later, we the conversation came up and she was very honest, like, yo, I came to you. I was I was very vulnerable in that moment. I told you that I was not in the best space spiritually speaking. And I went to my priest, the the man that God put in my house for help. And you failed me. And this is where this is where it hits hard. The question, are you willing to take care of me spiritually? Is my spiritual health a, fi- uh, a priority for you? As a man, the spiritual health of your entire home is your responsibility. I know we teach that salvation is individual. Yeah, We teach that everyone's relationship with God is individual. Mm-hmm. But we are establishing a norm in the home. Can your wife come to you with a spiritual problem? Which those problems are real. Yeah. Can't she say, listen, man, uh, I'm I'm being tempted with X Y Z. Yeah. Fill in the blank. It doesn't have to be sexual. It can be anything. I'm being tempted with, with X Y Z, and I need your help. I need you to be my accountability partner here. Mm-hmm. I need you to watch over me. The role of a husband, watch over me. Can you do that? If the answer is no, that doesn't mean that you you know, it's a, a deal breaker. You have to start looking for God. You have to start looking for God. And African hippie, hippie says, sorry guys, I was doing a check-in with the hubby, we're long distance. Love that. Don't apologize for that. <laughs> that's, that's good. But um, but yeah, um, my wife's spirituality has to be a priority. And right now, we're trying to, again, I told you, I haven't prayed all week, but We're we're starting to to look for uh, a rhythm to allow God into the home. God has to be the center of our marriage. Again, I know a lot of people don't really believe in that. But for those of you who do, the men, uh, if God is in your home and you adhere to his parameters, the one that he has set up, things are going to be just fine. I'm not saying there's not going to be any difficulties. I'm not guaranteeing an easy marriage. I am promising you a healthy one, though. Yeah. So, there's that. Anything else on that question? No. No? All right. Question number four. Are you able to use your hands to fix stuff around the house? If not, are you willing to learn? And then you added, are you willing to help me as I heal from trauma? Okay. Okay. So these are two different things. I think you want a little bit more.
1: I, I love you know I love the the emotional aspect of questions. Yeah, you do.
0: Like this can be turned. To Number dual. one,
1: I'm not a, for anybody. In, I'm not a handyman at all. I can, I can probably name change tire, put on some screws. Do not talk to me about electric, electricity work or plumbing, or anything like that, or even putting like floors on wooden floors. Yeah. Which is something that I myself haven't really looked into, just because lately I've been working more towards more like just my mental health and my spirituality rather than learning things of that nature. But right, you know, I just want you guys to know that I'm not a handyman. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: but are you willing to learn? I am. So there. See, that's the root of the question because, um, it's not so much what can you do; it's what are you willing to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's it's not what have you done your whole life that's basically second nature to you. Yeah. Which again, it's there's a reason it's called the handyman that does come in handy. However, let's say that you have no idea how to install drywall, right? And then we need it to be done. We get an estimate. It's going to be a two thousand dollar job with everything, or it could just be five hundred dollars if we buy the materials and do it ourselves. What are we gonna do?
1: I'm um, paying. See,
0: but here's the thing That's not necessarily a wrong answer
1: No, I know Because
0: if you can do it You know, there's a reason we we work, for God's sakes
1: Yeah, there's a reason we have a savings
0: However, however We need to understand Let's say that if a faucet breaks in the home It is 4 o'clock in the morning You know that nobody's picking up that phone What are you doing?
1: YouTube
0: YouTube is your best friend Brother, can I be honest with you? Yeah I know men that would rather close the water for the whole house. Not even consider YouTube. I've been there. And just, oh, so have I. And just let things go. It is what it is. Yeah. The life stopped. But, give me a second. Keep talking.
1: But, I'm not like, you know, I guess in, in we, we can talk about the, the physical... The physical aspect of being a handyman and, and not just a handyman but is there certain things that you are that you are just good at? i i i feel like as a as a husband you got to be good at certain things you got to be good at and, and and being a handyman you might not be the top tier handyman in the world and might be able to fix everything but if you're a man who's willing to try i think that has value in itself
0: absolutely um trying is the core part of this question what are you willing to learn? Because let's, let's take this a little step further, right? You as a man have to be willing to learn. Willing to learn. If there are things that you do not know about, just like all men possibly don't know about, then you are going to have to take up the mantle of a learner, of a student. I remember there was this one time I was with some family, and uh, Hannah, I don't know, uh, this is the second time that uh, TikTok has kicked me off the live because due to inactivity, it's whatever. You know, I, I don't know what that's about. But soon we'll, we will have alternate ways of communicating with you guys. Don't worry about that. Uh, yeah, man, possibly I am shadow banned. But um, what I'm saying is uh, there was a, a time that we was out doing something with the family, and we as a men decided to, I don't know, Build something, put up a wall. I don't know what it is. I'll avoid giving details. And there was somebody there that I'm not going to name. And they were like, oh, how about, how about we teach you how to do this? They straight up said, oh, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm not interested in learning. I'm not interested in, in being a better person and learning how to use my hands when there's somebody else who can do it for me. This is where this question kind of bothers me. As men, we have to learn how to be as least dependent on other people to get things done for us and start doing things ourselves because there's going to be a time where we cannot depend on anyone else. I don't know if anyone in the comments has ever experienced this where you have to figure things out on the spot. You have to do things the way that you're going to do them. Nobody is there to help you out. You have to figure out how to install some drywall. Got to figure out how to put on whatever it is that you're going to do. There's going to be a time where literally nobody is going to be there but yourself. And then, and then, you have a wife and kids to take care of. Is this wife and kids going to look at, at their their priest, their provider, their protector, and go, this man can't do nothing?
1: So, you want to read, you or you want to look for First Thessalonians 4? Let's see. 11... And 12? 11 and 12. Yeah. We read it here before, but the one part. Let's see.
0: First Thessalonians 4, 11, 12. Yeah. And to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life.
1: Okay. That's Go on.
0: Okay. You should mind your own business and work with
1: your hands, that, just yeah. as we told you. That last part. Okay. That's it. What are we talking about here, Hand- handyman? Yeah. Work with your hands?
0: Figure it out. Is that in context, bro? Maybe. <laughs> what do you mean, maybe? We take that very seriously <laughs> around here. That better be in context.
1: I think. I mean, I think it is. I think it just means that a man should work. That's all. The, that yeah. man should work.
0: You know, it goes down to this: Are you useful? Yeah. Are you a useful man? Are you uh, a nincompoop? Yeah. Are you an imbecile? Are you just completely useless?
1: Because I tell you something. There's women who might not care if you're a handyman with drills, but there's women who care if you're a handyman with that stove. Mm-hmm. Can you cook? Mm. Yeah,
0: bro, even the African hippie said in the previous live, she said, "That's hot."
1: Maybe you can't do both, but maybe, but but maybe you 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 a mechanic. What can you do? Exactly. What, what can you do? What
0: can you do? Listen, I'm to I'm gonna say right now, I don't care if you get paid for it. <laughs> I don't care if you got uh, a 2,000 streamers every night on Twitch. Gaming is not a skill.
1: It's really not. It
0: is not a skill. As a gamer, it's really not. Bro, it is outside of that screen. It does nothing in the real world. Is that going to change in the future? Probably. I don't know. I have
1: good reflexes because of gaming.
0: Bro, listen. I I've, I've gained my whole life, okay. Hand eye coordination, pristine. I'm telling you right now, I have not used that in real life. When I played MLB the show, that did not teach me how to bat. It teached me how to time something on a screen. So with that being said, with that being said, gaming, being on your phone, that is not a real skill. Yeah. A real skill is can you fix a leaky faucet? Can you change a tire on a car? Can you jump a car? Can you Do you know how to turn off the electricity in your home and in your, your entire house?
1: You know how to change a light bulb?
0: Do you know where your breaker is in your home?
1: I said it I said it here one time. I gave an example about the about the disciples in the Bible. They were what? Fishermen. Yeah. In those times when you threw your rod into the water and for whatever reason it ripped, you didn't go and get a new one. Nope. You grab that same one, started to fix it, and throw it yourself again back in. Yeah. That's what those men did back then.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know what? Here's where I draw the line. I do not know how to do everything. I don't know how to do most things in my home. Yeah. Right? But I'm interested in figuring it out though. Like I'm interested in seeing, yo, can I do this myself? Am I self sufficient enough to get this done?
1: I ain't gonna lie, it's fun. It is. It re- Listen, man.
0: I remember when uh, this this entire roof that you're seeing, I remember one, this one day I see a crack in it, and I want to saw these lights, and then I'm like, this entire thing got to come down. I had no idea what I was doing. I just started to knock the roof down. The entire thing came down. Did you see that ever?
1: No, I wasn't here for that. Actually, I think I was.
0: Bro, I just started to hammer this roof because this is... This wasn't drywall. It was like plaster. It was really hard. It was like rocks. And I just started doing that, and I already started. I got to figure it out. There it is. I've never done this in my whole life, and there it is. Yeah. Manny said, okay, this can be a little semantic. There are skills that are conditional. Like, there's a skill in programming, but that isn't handiwork. Okay, so here's the thing, right? When they say gaming is not a skill, I'm not saying that coding isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can make money, and
1: and I'm not, yeah, and it, and it can be a career.
0: Exactly, like sure, you can, uh, play good enough that people are willing to pay to watch you play. Yeah, that's that's one thing. However, that's not a skill. I always consider skills, like before the internet existed. It's a very rudimentary way to look at things, but it's how my mind likes to frame it. Yeah, before the internet existed. What were the men doing?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like in the context that we're talking about, it can be translated to basically what can I do that can be beneficial for mm-hmm. somebody? What can I do that can also be considered at service to somebody else?
0: Yeah. You know, I I, I like to that actually just came to my mind. I heard somewhere that wisdom is the knowledge on those things that will never change. Right. I can be smart when it comes to computing. Mm-hmm. Maybe the way that I know computing today is not going to exist 15 years from now. The damn world doesn't exist how it ex- existed 15 years ago. It's a whole different world that we live in now. Me knowing about this was not me being wise, right? I view skills the same way. Being crafty or being able to use your hands in that, that which will never change. A home, no matter how modern it gets, is always going to need somebody to repair it. Mm-hmm. A car, no matter how new they get, is always going to need somebody that knows how to jump that battery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's always going to need somebody to know how to change a tire. Yeah. And again, I'm telling you, maybe that's going to be different years from now. Yeah. We're living in 2024 right now.
1: What was that, what was that uh, stuff topic that I put under that?
0: Um, Are you willing to help me? heal, or are you willing to help me as I heal from trauma? Okay. What did you mean by that?
1: When I meant, uh, are you willing to help me as I heal from trauma? Because we're talking about handiwork. Yeah. And I always I always like to put two and two, the two together. So when, you, when you're when you a handyman and you fix something, you're fixing something, like whether it's a door, whether it's a thing. Yeah. So in many cases, as a man, it might be the case that you find a woman mm-hmm. who is in the process of healing from trauma. It's basically like, are you willing to help me fix this trauma, and not many people are willing to, to to carry that to carry that that yoke for the other person.
0: I absolutely love that you're saying this. What do I always say? When people get married, they sign up to deal with that other person's trauma. Mm-hmm. It is th- again. This is why you have to ask these questions before you get married.
1: Yeah, I don't like to say deal that much. I just like to no, say no, no, no. I say deal. You know why? Be in the process till they
0: okay. That- you can say that because you want sugarcoated, and you want to. Be no, I don't survivor. want
1: to sugarcoat. I just don't think that a person that is thirty or forty years old should be dealing with the trauma that they. And I'm not. I'm not um being insensitive. I'm just saying if something happened to you in your tens, yeah, you shouldn't be forty years old, fifty years old, still angry at somebody that this. That's what I mean. Okay,
0: but here's the thing: when I say deal, I'm saying I'm dealing with your
1: trauma. Yeah.
0: You know, and I just
1: don't expect it to last forever. That's all I'm saying. Okay,
0: hopefully it doesn't. But we have seen cases where it goes the entire marriage. You see that typical man that's stubborn, that don't trust nobody, that everything is going. That is a man who has trauma
1: because he chose it.
0: Okay, and he never and he decided not to heal. Yes, you can choose not to heal from something.
1: You can. And these are the people that I'm talking about.
0: It isn't. it, 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 It blows my mind, bro. It absolutely blows my Cause, mind. Because
1: because ma- many of us have that, and I don't I don't have, I don't have my, my thing with me, but many of us in, in the in the five types that we all pick, yeah. one of them is like a savior. Many of us think that we can save certain people. Oh, it's okay. You you know you're dealing with this. Uh, we we can I, we can manage. Yeah, you're not the right person to manage that. That's just I, I get your point. Yeah, but I'll, in, my, in my in my point of reference is what I'm talking about. Just people who refuse to to want to heal.
0: Okay, strictly speaking about that, I agree. You know, I I understand. All I'm saying is going back to like to to the core part of this question. When I marry somebody, I choose. I sign up to be there and to help them heal. Absolutely. You know, people don't understand that and nine times out of ten, they're going to come with some type of baggage. That baggage might be that they were abusing their children, that they were neglecting when they were children. It might be a relationship that they just got out of. This question is more for you than it is for them, though, because keep in mind, that trauma, God does not obligate you to deal with that if you're not married. mm did you hear me? You're not obligated to deal with anybody's trauma that you're not willing to deal with. You're not willing to deal with a mama's boy? Guess what? Don't. You don't got to. You don't have to. Just make sure that you don't get married to that person, though. Because once you do, you are obligated to deal with it.
1: And, because I want to... It just came to mind. And make sure you stop messing with that boy because I've seen so many cases where women are not willing to commit with somebody to their trauma, but they're willing to commit to that penis because it's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's only the... The beneficial parts that they're attracted to oh my god he he doesn't know how to talk he's so you know reserved like I,
1: like I, I would never marry him but boy in bed
0: he can do he can go four rounds and he don't he don't ask for water listen you need to commit to everything Oscar's getting rolled up <laughs> yes
1: no nah, but it is true like it's just like you're you're using somebody and you're possibly even enabling the trauma instead of just letting them know yeah um you can't have all of me because I can't have all of you you're basically saying I want a part of you yeah because that's the part that benefits me
0: bro it's this is why marriage is such an important thing because it it really makes all of those benefits secondary and it's not about what you're going to receive it's what can you do for this person it's servitude. If if you're willing to do all these things before marriage, only for the benefit, then you're not ready for marriage. And also, and Manny meant to say you're getting riled up.
1: What I say? What you say? Rolled up? Yeah, I thought I was rolling up his sleeves or something. No, we're not rolling up here, Manny. No, we're not. We're not doing that. Um, let's get to the last question here. I don't know which one you're gonna throw at me.
0: Honestly, bro, me either.
1: I think I already did uh, choose it, though. Mm. Yeah, I'm going
0: to do this one. The last question.
1: I gave him like three choices. He guys. gave me three
0: different choices. The last question that a woman should ask a man is, what is your relationship with your ex like? Or do you still think of her?
1: I knew it was that one. I mean, I don't. It's a good question. I this just... could
0: be very quick, honest. It doesn't have to be like that deep. it's, yeah. very, it's very simple. Yeah. Are you still in love with another woman? Mm-hmm. It's it. It can be that simple. Do you think about another woman besides me? Does somebody else occupy an emotional spot in your heart?
1: I think. It, I th- do you think? And I want the people in the comments to. I want the people in the live to also comment. Do you think that out of everything that we said, we always say. Is not means for a deal breaker, but you think this one is the exception?
0: All right. All right, so let, let the comment section... All right, the question is for the comments. Remember, as a woman, you ask a man, do you still have feelings for an ex? Do you still think about an ex, right? In my opinion, this is absolutely a deal breaker. Because, let's see. Manny says, I don't know how I feel about this question, although I understand the context. You know... Here's my thing about this question. It is very very unlikely that you're going to get an honest answer. And this is something that you're only going to notice it after like a little bit after you're in the relationship.
1: Yeah. I saw a video on, on Instagram that they were a guy got asked that and he and he's like oh do you, and they asked him like do you still love your ex and he said I don't love her but I deeply care about her.
0: I mean, you don't gotta hate the person.
1: No, no, you know, I agree. I get, I get it, but
0: I don't know, man. Because this is very, this is very difficult. This is why I'm very, very against getting so deeply intertwined with people, if marriage is not the intention.
1: But you don't always know that.
0: You, you. This is the hard part. <laughs> this is why you have to be very meticulous with the conversations that you have and what you're observing. Because, yeah, it's going to be a little bit weird because this is not the norm, but we have to be very observant of what we're entertaining, of who we're allowing into our lives. You know? For example, I know, I know, and Sir Barrows did actually say something very true, deeply caring about your ex might sound troubling to someone. Mm -hmm. Because what does deeply caring even mean? uh Because to you, that might be... You know, oh, they, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to yeah. them. That's valid. To her, she might hear, oh, if he she... deeply cares about her? Yeah.
1: What like, does that even mean? Like, if she needs something in the middle of the night, will he go out of his way Exactly.
0: To get it? You see, in my opinion, that's a no. Oh, well, yeah. But I've actually spoken with men, we real conversations. I remember I was taking my, my CDL class, and there was this one guy who was like, yeah, I'm married. But if my ex needs me at any time, they have kids, by the way, Not, but he's married with kids. If my ex needs me at any time, we dated for 10 years. I'm not just going to leave her hanging dry in the night. Brother, you might have to.
1: I have no opinion on that.
0: What do you mean, don't have no opinion? No, no,
1: no, no, no,
0: no, 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 You need to have, this is stay uncomfortable, bro. I'm not going to give you the comfy seat. You need to have an opinion on that.
1: In his case, yeah. 10 years with a, with a and you have kids? Could be 30.
0: No, no, no. They don't have kids together.
1: Oh, okay. Never mind then. I thought you meant like that, like the ex was his baby mama. Oh, no, no, no. no. I thought that's what you meant.
0: No, no, no. He has, he's married with kids. No,
1: no, no. And then
0: he says, my girl, like, my girl comes first, but if she needs anything, she could come in any time of the night. Never mind, never mind. Okay, okay. He fixed it. He fixed it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) He's about to get in some hot water. Hannah's already like, no, dude, that's not okay. That wasn't for you. That was for the other guy, for the guy that actually said that. Bro. Men do not know how to draw boundaries sometimes, bro and then if you if again we 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 cannot ignore the emotional tethering that you form with this person, with your ex, yeah, and the Bible doesn't really talk about like soul ties. I know a lot of people think it does. The Bible does not talk about soul ties at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: however, you do still form. A connection to this a bonus, person, yeah, you know, and when you,
1: um, the Bible doesn't talk about soul ties, but you know, God created science, and science says that when you do have sexual intercourse with somebody, like, you know, yeah, things, things intertwine, and things just stay in the body for longer than we think it does because exactly. we take a plan B.
0: Exactly. So w- these are all things that you have to keep in mind. First question I ask myself. Is any interaction with my ex going to make my wife uneasy?
1: Or my future wife.
0: Or future wife. Because we're talking about that. Exactly. Is any interaction with my ex going to make her feel uncomfortable, insecure, neglected, cheated on? If the answer to that is yes, then you know what the answer should be from that point on. All contact with this person should be kicked out. Uh African hippie, what happened to the live? No exes allowed on, on, unless they're kids, period. I agree. Uh, the live, I don't know, it's kicking me off apparently due to inactivity. I don't know what that means. I guess because I'm not responding to people's comments.
1: Oh, maybe like actually type them out there? Yeah,
0: I don't know what that means, but sure. Okay. Either way, um, we, we have to understand that this emotional connection can really cause insecurities in our spouses. It can cause them to look ridiculous, embarrassing embarrassing out here. Bro, I asked that question a couple a couple months ago. It's like a little bit deeper. What happens when your man refuses to delete pictures of his ex on his phone?
1: Yeah, you did tell me somebody like you found like some somebody asked me that. Yeah, somebody asked you that.
0: And I'm like, "Mm, no, that's a straight up no. What do you mean he doesn't want to, here's the thing, I understand, as a girlfriend, you don't have as many rights as a wife does. Yeah, I know y'all don't like to hear that, and maybe the the relationship that you're in does allow for those parameters to be breached. Traditionally in marriage, a girlfriend does not have as many rights as a, as a wife. You know why? Because if that man wanted you to have all these rights, he would have proposed by now, but that's that's a whole different subject. Now that you're a girlfriend, if you want to uh, demand that he deletes his pictures, slow your roll. You can decide to leave it any time you want, though, because yeah. you're not a wife yet. Yeah. But the moment that things start to get a little bit serious and this man is still, oh, no.
1: You should consider. That's my
0: ex-wife, you know. I got memories. Bye. Yeah. Sorry. You decided to get emotionally invested with me while still being emotionally invested with her. And that is not that does not fly, because I'm gonna tell you something right now. Women, I don't know why y'all do this, but y'all are so comfortable playing second fiddle in a band with the lead singer. I don't know, I don't understand how that works. Y'all want to be the cool wife, the non toxic wife so bad, and that's gonna ride you right into the divorce attorney's office.
1: It just goes back to to us want like wanting to save somebody like. Oh, you know, he keeps thinking about his wife, but he got me now, so I'm sure it'll go away eventually. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you just don't know about it. Bro, there's... You know what I really feel?
0: Us men, we're so simple creatures. So simple creatures. Manny wants to call in because he said that this question has variations. Okay, Manny. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a phone one one of these days. I can figure it out. I really can But here, uh, What was I saying? I don't know. Oh, I was talking about how we want to be the cool wife Mm -hmm. so badly.
1: I don't want to be a wife. No, I'm saying. You said we. I'm saying women (laughs) want to be the cool wife
0: so badly, and toxicity is not something that is. You asking for something to be adhered to is not toxic.
1: Did you? Did you? Did you see my Instagram post from yesterday? I think I did. The Valentine's Day one? Yeah. Where I basically said and I didn't mean to crap on nobody's parade, but I basically just said like this this generation's level of love or definition of love just basically means how much can I put up? How much how much can I how much toxicity, toxicity can I put up from somebody without leaving? Yeah. We we take on 364 days of a cheating husband or 364 days of a nagging, disrespectful wife all just to be put under the and rug then
0: you you putting up with that equals you loving them
1: no no I, I put I said and we just on one day which is Valentine's Day we put it all under the rug all because how much are you willing to spend on me equals how much do you love me yeah that's
0: it's it's wild out here man it is wild it's wild because we think we we have been led to the belief that this is okay that this is normal that this is you know, Just because something is common does not make it normal, okay? Mm -hmm. You cannot be doing this. It's going to cause problems in the future. And in my opinion, it should cause problems now. It shouldn't be something that you put off into the future and wait until you realize that he's putting someone else above you. Until you realize that he had feelings for for probably, yo, even for women that they never dated. They fell in love one time with a woman that they never dated. They could have but they didn't, but that was his first love, and this man has not moved past that. Listen, I'm telling you right now, sister, you do not want to be in that relationship. This, for me, is a deal-breaker question. It is a deal-breaker. If you cannot put yourself aside and see things objectively for what they truly are, okay, (sighs) this man has been texting this woman this entire time that we're here, they dated for a couple for for some time. I understand because I'm not telling you to be ignorant either. You have to be understanding like sure, they dated for a couple years. Obviously there's going to be some ta- some something there, you know but when I say something there, I'm not saying like
1: romantically no, no, it just means like attachment like an inner
0: or not even let's say that there's some trauma. let's let's put it all to the other side. Let's say that he was deeply affected by this relationship and he truly does want to move on. If he hasn't moved on from that, even in that context, it is not a relationship that you should get involved with.
1: But be- then it goes back to the other one. Are you willing to... Okay, to-
0: but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why are you as a man getting into a relationship that you have not healed from the, pre- the previous one yet? Because like I said, you should be willing to... When you get married, you do get married and you sign up to deal with that person's trauma. But this woman is not even a fiance at this point.
1: That's because we think we can get over somebody by getting under somebody. Okay, but that we, we know that that's not true. We know that's not true.
0: Okay, but, but this, again, I'm not trying to even psychoanalyze a man at this point. No. I'm just giving the woman all the context she needs so that she can make an educated decision.
1: Right. Can I go forward with this? But we're not talking about trauma here. We're like The question specifically is, fantasizing, romanticizing, however you want to say, are you still thinking about your ex? Yeah.
0: Okay, that's if, if that's what we're talking about, then, in my opinion, that is a deal breaker. If he's... Like, let's say that he's super honest about it. He's like, yeah, you know what? Every now and then I think about it. It still does bother me. I hope to get over it, though. That's a conversation.
1: That is know? a conversation.
0: It's a conversation that can be revisited. I feel like it should be revisited. But until... I, I don't even know at that point. I, I, feel,
1: I feel like at that, point, at that point, as the woman... You got to gamble it, but you can't, and this is the one time where it's like, okay, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. This is the one time where it's okay. Maybe marriage, we're not ready for marriage. I like spending time with you. I like what we got going on and I want to see where this takes us, but I don't think marriage is on the table yet.
0: Okay. And see, that's a conversation that two emotionally intelligent people can have. Yeah. Right. And Manny says, and this right here, what we're talking about is why he says that there are variations. Yeah. So, there are variations to what the answer might be. hmm Right? But if... Okay, so he asks, how long ago did you break up? How long was the relationship? In my opinion, that's all good and dandy, but it's irrelevant when it comes down to, are you still invested with that person emotionally? Because if you are, all the power to you. hmm God bless you and your family. I'm out. Yeah. Or... I will be here on the sidelines. If you want to hash this out, we can be friends in the meantime. If you see yourself getting over this, I'll be the judge of that, though. Not because, he, because here's the thing. Let me just finish this point because I like to lose Go my train of thought. Once he was honest with that, which again, it is not likely that he's going to be honest about this question, right? Once he is honest about this, now you're going to start noticing patterns. You're gonna, you're gonna know what to look for. You're gonna start, you're gonna start seeing. Wait a minute. He he still follows her on Instagram. Wait a minute. He still comments on her posts. Wait a minute. He still sent her messages. Hold on. He still has pictures of her on her phone. All of this should contribute to your decision. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people might see that as rudimentary, but it it's really not. It's really uh uh clues to a bigger puzzle all these things all these seemingly innocent interactions that he's having with her under the table like under oh subtly oh no he's just one like on the post oh he still follows her oh he still messages her that all adds up to a big picture which is this man is not over her and he's not doing the work necessary because here's the thing first order of business if you are truly trying to get over somebody and trying to get away from that person to be a better man for your future spouse block her Delete her from all your social media. Do not engage with her. Brother, delete her number. And if you're struggling to do that, then please do not move forward with that relationship. Because that's the basics. If you're not willing to do that, then you're, you're not really able to get over her. Um, he asked, said a couple things here. That doesn't mean I should jump in a relationship. I'm just saying the answer can be yes. I think about her or him, and also genuinely love you and want to move forward, and not have any connections. Yes, does not mean I'm still wanting the person or to speak. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, me too. That's totally true. However, in the case that this is an honest answer, because again, this is a very rare thing, because let's be honest, most guys are going to say, nah, what you talking about, (laughs) girl? Yeah. Because they don't want to deal with that.
1: Yeah, and they don't they don't they don't want to potentially lose a good person.
0: Mm-hmm. In this case, sure. Uh, I still think about them from time to time. Maybe this can prompt a follow-up question, man. Let's entertain this. This can prompt a follow-up question. Oh, okay. So you told me that you're still emotionally invested in your ex. No, that's not what I said No, 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 no. Let's be honest. This is to some degree is emotional investment in your ex. If you are not willing to pull out your phone and unfollow her on social media right now, oh, you're going to put an ultimatum? Hell yeah. You know why? Because this is not about you at this point. This is about what I'm willing to put up with. And if I don't see some initiative right now, I don't think I'll ever see it. And what I don't want this to be is a fight later on. I'd rather this be a conversation right now. Okay. Can you unfollow them right now on social media? Can you block their number? Are you willing to cut off contact
1: with her? Does she have the right to do that even though they're just dating? So you don't contradict your last point?
0: So here's the thing. I do say that that wives have more rights than girlfriends do. Mm -hmm. Right? However, however. At this point, acting as a future potential wife.
1: Okay, that's what I wanted you to say.
0: Future potential wife, because again, this is before marriage. Yeah. And this is not just a straight up question. Manny's man, disagreeing with me. He says if a woman does that, he's out. Listen, if you are acting, as if you are a future potential wife, you're you're seriously dating this guy. Because l- let's analyze the context. You're not just a random woman asking no, these not. questions. You're not. You're a girlfriend. You're not even talking at this point. You're just not engaged yet. Mm-hmm. And let's say that you are engaged. I feel like you should ask these questions once you're engaged too. Right? This is all before marriage. If you're not willing to block your ex, even if you unblock block her later, even if it's okay, whatever. Let's say it was a test. Let's say that she's really not jealous. But she just wants to know if you're willing to go for it. Which... I'm just gonna say this. I don't like that.
1: I mean, yeah, me either. I'm not.
0: I, I don't like the 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 type of women that like
1: test men. That test you. Yeah, I don't like that either. No,
0: not even God does that. But with that being said, let's say that she just wants you to cut contact with your ex. Remember, this is not a friend. This is not a a, a random fling. No, this is somebody who you were emotionally and romantically involved with if you're not willing to cut off communication from that person because it can cause problems for us down the line, you have every right to keep her on your social media, and I have every right to leave. You cannot hold me accountable for that. Oh, you left me. No, 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 no. You weren't willing to take initiative.
1: Which is what I mean. Like In reality, the ball's in your court, as the woman asking. Your ball's in your... (laughs) The balls are the ball is in your the court. <laughs> the ball i be serious, dog. The, the ball the ball is in your court. Yeah. No matter what response he gives, you can still choose to either gamble it or you can either choose to just put that boundary and be like, you know what? I love myself too much to not be with somebody who's almost a finished product.
0: Exactly. That's all it really is. Because again, I feel like we've framed this... We've done a little bit of an injustice with this question because we framed it as though we're testing the man here. No. The man is going to do what he's going to do anyway. He's going to either decide to to acknowledge the fact that this is not a healthy relationship, that he has to cut off, that he has to seek help, whatever, or he's not. This is more for you, the woman. Can you deal with this man getting over his ex? Or do you think that this is too much of you or of yourself to give up? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, you're not willing to deal with it. You are not obligated to deal with this.
1: And but you- also, do want to acknowledge that yes, if you if you've been broken up for a girl for years, like you should seek some type of help.
0: Yeah, I I agree because, man,
1: I feel like I feel like you know you know what it is. It's it's like in the Bible when it says that, um try to try to take off not everything that is necessarily a sin, but things that weigh you down in the race. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that are in your race in life that are going to weigh you down that are not going to allow you to progress to a different level or a different stage in your life. And being attached, whether emotionally or mentally, to somebody who is no longer physically in your life is something that can potentially weigh you down from achieving certain things or being with somebody who has so much to offer you. Yeah, And you don't want to miss that opportunity because you're, you know you're attached to somebody else. Right. Or you're still thinking about somebody else.
0: So, man, I just frame it in the same thing, just different words. Are you setting yourself up for failure or for success? Are you giving yourself the best opportunity, the best possible fighting chance to have a happy marriage? hmm If you, if you as a man are not removing everything, everything, that can pose an obstacle, then marriage is not for you. Yep. M- Manny said something that is true. This is a gamble for anyone looking to get married with anyone else yeah. who's who's dated. You know, true as hell. Listen, let's say that for whatever reason, I'm gonna use the most morbid example that even me thinking about it makes my heart hurt a little bit. But let's say the karma passes away, right? No divorce, no no cheating, whatever. She passes away. Our marriage ended before it should have. Right? Let's say they seek to get remarried in the future. I am going to struggle with this a lot. Yeah. A lot. Mm -hmm. Because I never departed from her in a way that I was supposed to. I'm still going to be. It
1: wasn't optional.
0: Exactly. I'm going to struggle with this. And let's say that even if it is a divorce,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I love my wife to death. That That's not something that it can just turn off. Mm-hmm. So this is a very nuanced question that I swear, yo, as soon as Manny, we get the third mic and we can fly Manny out here, we're going to have this conversation. Like justice. We're going to talk about justice because it's such a nuanced conversation. But just like African hippie just said, you have to have the conversation. This is why it's a conversation beforehand.
1: Exactly. Something that I learned, like like this week, cause I, I'm taking my last cl- classes for college, and um, one of the classes that I'm taking now is, is to teach you about like writing your resume and cover letters and all that stuff. you
0: pay paying money for that, bro.
1: And I know. And I, I came up with something across like that that was that's almost um that's almost close to this, and it's basically saying how nowadays employers are not looking as so much into your into your. Into resume? your work history, right? As much as they looking to what you can offer in the future. Yeah. Okay. So if we look at it, if we take that and apply here, if you put too much of your past into what into an employer that you want to have in the future, they can easily just—they don't care about that. Yeah. You gotta present yourself as like, okay, this is what this is what it's going to be. This is what I want to do. This is how I can put myself in the position to be. Working for you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to say this. If we were to give this a no, like a non-nuanced answer, yes, walk away.
1: Yeah.
0: Walk away. Don't don't do it. However, if we are going to have a nuanced answer, this is going to require an episode of its own. Because there's just, just like Manny is trying to point out here, there's so many variables here that can affect the answer that the man is going to give. The interpretation that the woman is going to have, mm-hmm. vice versa, because you're asking the man if he has any exes. But what about you? Don't do you have any exes? Yeah, that you, but, th-
1: but that's the thing. It's it's so with obviously with everything else that we with all the other questions, some of these things are really, some of these things can be very black and white. But then with this one, it's very, it's very such subjective because there is no right or wrong answer. It's really just depending on the on the on the dynamic of the you know of the relationship.
0: Very true. And again my entire criteria here, if we're analyzing this from the man's point of view, right? What are you willing to do to have a happy marriage? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to fight for? What boundaries are you willing to set up for yourself? Like you always say, which uh, I've got to put that on a shirt. How short is your leash? Are you willing to keep yourself on a short leash?
1: Yeah.
0: Are you willing to be so accountable that you're willing to let this woman Ask you these questions. If not, bro, stay single.
1: Stay single, and don't don't waste that girl's time. And if you and and, and if,
0: invest in some help for yourself, man.
1: And if is and if you're in in a in a in the dynamic where you can be honest and be like, yes, I still think about it. And in the long run, your relationships end up to be great because of your honesty and your vulnerability. That can also be true. Then more power to you. So be it. Because at the end of the day, all we're just doing here is just trying to create. I guess in this case, a scenario that could, that has probably happened a billions of times, and probably will continue it to will happen. It will continue to happen. Just, just
0: a culture of honesty.
1: We're just trying to create a pathway that's best for the individual, because at the end of the day, we just want to see relationships thrive.
0: Exactly. And if you're
1: having this conversation to the point of maybe you're f- a few months, uh, prior to engagement and marriage, the last thing we want to do is make you overthink your decision. Yeah. If you really love somebody.
0: Man, it, you just said something that I don't want to like overlook if it ends because of your honesty, that's the best place to be. I'd rather it end because you were being honest and not because you were being dishonest. I'd rather it aim it end in like a little boom than in, in flames. Because the longer you go, you got, you got a note from me, bro? I might. I
1: don't know. I'm you looking for
0: it. You got something good in there, man? All I'm saying is, and we're almost ending the program, by the way, for you guys listening, so just keep in mind that these are the... Uh, the questions that we have for y'all, you know, this is, it's, it's important that you have these conversations prior to. Biggest deal breaker, in my opinion, I would say, if you're getting involved with somebody who is emotionally invested in someone else, that is not going to be fun. That's, that, that's putting it lightly. It's not going to be fun. If you're willing to deal with that, and if you think you can fix that, man, (laughs) like Oscar says, all the power to you.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. You
0: got nothing? No. All right. So I guess that's the end of this program, unless you got anything else to say. No. Nope. Yeah, got nothing? Nope. All right, man. So thank you guys all for listening here. This was Stay Uncomfortable. Follow us at underscore Stay, Stay Uncomfortable, Uncomfortable Pod. pod on uh, Instagram. Hannah, do your thing, please. Drop it in the chat. We're going to have to
1: hire Hannah for for... Just to drop the logo, <laughs> uh,
0: underscore stay uncomfortable pod on Instagram.
1: Yeah, we don't have a TikTok yet.
0: We do not have a TikTok yet. Uh, we're doing some test runs with with the camera. Some cameras here, so soon enough, we are going to be officially on YouTube yes, with sir. video. You're going to be able to see how ugly we really are in, in real life because this camera kind of hides it. But <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to be able to see it. Uh, there you go. There you go. African Hippie, thank you so much. Uh, Manny, thank you so much for the roses you sent. Uh, again, we will be on video very soon. And soon you will start to meet new faces. Very soon. We're going to have to have a budget just for flying people over here, man. God provides. God provides. God provides. Like, African Hippie and her husband, I want to have them on this podcast. Because they they get, like deep into the conversations, things that you would never even consider. Manny, we're going to have to have him no, reoccurringly. No,
1: no. Manny could stay. Oh,
0: you, you don't want Manny on
1: this show? Okay. Uh,
0: Yo, Hannah is going to be on this show because I have a few questions for her too. Really? Yeah. Because, here's the thing, here's the thing. I want, I want regular people. Me too. With everyday occurrences.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to have nuanced conversations I want to have different points of view, different perspectives. For example, I'm I am friends with many people on TikTok that are not Christians. That we do not see things the same way. Mm-hmm. I want to hear their point of view too. We might not agree on everything, but I want to have I wanna have deep, meaningful conversations about men, about our lives, about how society has set us up for failure, yeah.
1: How we can advance, exactly.
0: How we can set up men to take care of their families better, to be better husbands, to be better single men. You know, I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we are, we're gonna, you're in Jamaica, I don't care. Planes make it here, too.
1: I'll go there,
0: we, we, I'll go to Jamaica, hell yeah.
1: We got like, we got. Snow over here right now, up to like our knees. We could use some of that Caribbean. That's what I'm saying. Some of that Caribbean jerk.
0: And more, more that we we are Caribbean, so we need it at this yeah. point. But um, with that being said, y'all, thank you so much for listening to us. Y'all stay uncomfortable. We'll keep the questions coming. Love y'all.